Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio and ESPN News presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. All right, week three started last night with Sam Darnold's stock continuing to, to rise. rise. It does. But it's funny, man. A, a cup, like He threw some darts on the move. He looked good. He he did have the ball come out twice, and but they recovered, right? And it's just like when we say like on any given Sunday, if if the if they don't recover those balls and somehow it goes the other way, it's a whole different story. But they did, and Darnold looked good. He did. The defense looked good. Darnold looked good, and his stock is rising now. Justin Herbert faces Patrick Mahomes. Justin Fields faces Baker Mayfield. Lots of great games on the slate, as it is every week. So we're asking the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed, which quarterback will have done the most to raise their stock come Monday morning? Key, I want to start with you. Mm -hmm. Which quarterback come Monday are we going to be buzzing about stock went up? I think think it'll be Justin Herbert. Mm. And his stock is already high. It'll go up, though, and it'll go up even higher if he wins the game. And what I mean by that is – the yeast will rise. All of a sudden, he beats Patrick Mahomes, and all of a sudden, that mix is starting to rise. People are going to start pushing him up. Oh, you see his arm talent. Oh, the throw. He looks just like a Patrick Mahomes. Reminds me of a Dan Marino. Oh, my God, I can't believe they went into Kansas City and won. If he has that same game and he loses, it's like, oh, yeah, they, you know, he's going to be a good quarterback. He's young. He's got to just keep working. But if he wins... Oh. Is that deserved? I've been trying to get this out of you all day, and I think over time we'll, I'll come to understand the philosophy. When you say the yeast will rise and people will be buzzing, but is it? you're saying it all depends. Hey, if, it win, if he wins or he loses, that leads me to believe you think maybe it shouldn't be that way. But then on the other hand, it sounds like you think it should be. Should it be that way? Does he deserve credit for the win if he gets it? He deserves credit for the win, but the, the, he certainly deserves credit for the win because that's what you do. You, you credit him for the win because he's a quarterback. You credit the head coach for the win because the head coach. You never credit the wide receiver, the offensive lineman, the defensive back. It just doesn't. Who came up with that? I have no idea, right? He wins more than anybody. Yep. Well, it takes 22 people plus the coaches to win, but I understand. I get it. He's going to get that. If they lose heavily and he struggles, he'll get the blame and the criticism. So on the flip side, he gets the W. But I just think his stock will rise if they win through the roof. Through the roof. Okay, who's, who's your pick, Jay? Everybody always tells me that Teddy Bridgewater is a game manager. Mm-hmm. Well, if my game manages to continue to win games like he's doing for the Denver Broncos, and I like that. Because so far, I haven't seen him throw any interceptions, seen him th- throw close to 600 yards. I mean, a high completion percentage. And it just feels like, you know, we, when people say Teddy Bridgewater – the natural consensus seems to be, yeah, okay, yeah. But, like, this is his chance to go next level. Now, I know they're playing against the Jets. I know Key has a lot of money bet on this game, our little internal bet. Why are you making that face, Key? Because you bet on them, because you trust their no, defense. No, I'm, I'm, I'm watching the film. Now I feel like they have the complete package. You have the defense. You have Pat Shermer, who's leading the way with Teddy Bridgewater offensively. Former Giants head coach. He, yes, keep reminding me. Can I just me. Clear, clear something up? You're not saying Key has a lot of money personally bet no, on this I'm game and there has an interest. With her You're own saying internal we bet. do as a show, a fantasy bet, yes. we do fantasy yeah, bets with that, a bankroll of yes, take $100 they fantasy dollars to fantasy start. fantasy right, yeah. money. Yeah. That is correct. Yeah. Thank you, Max. Okay. <laughs> I don't bet 
on sports. This is a game we did. play You're allowed inside to. Even if you did. Yeah. You're so, yeah, allowed but, but, to But just, just to You're be clear. To yes, continue. I'm sorry. You're allowed yeah, yeah. to now. It's okay. Yeah. I just feel like this is a chance for Teddy Bridgewater to continue to elevate the way people look at him in the National Football League. It, it, I think that's it, a great it, pick. It's, yeah. so, uh, it's so funny, though, when you, when you look at Teddy Bridgewater's career and the way he was drafted, how he led Minnesota, Pro Bowl rookie, you know, all those things. And then now he's a manager now on his fourth team. Hmm. You know, it, it just it's crazy how he once was the proud leader of a franchise in Minnesota, an ACL tear has him now with the Denver Broncos in this day and age at three different places in this day. And that was the thing with him coming out of college. He's slightly built. Can he, can he withstand the punishment of the NFL through a pretty spiral? But in this day and age, if you don't show that you're dynamic out the gate, then, and you get hurt kind of early, the bloom comes off the rose. You're a journeyman quarterback. See, you know, what's so, what's interesting about what you just said before we get to your pick max is I've always been a believer is how you come into the league. Is the way people will think about you while you're in the league. 100%. If you come into the league with this narrative, oh, he's the last pick in the first round, you know, he's more of a second-round guy, they took him and reached him, and you just play at a certain level and you don't take it all the way up to a whole nother level and you just play at a level that if you were taken in the – as the fifth pick, that level that you're playing at as a second rounder, they would be like, oh, my God, he's so good as the fifth pick. Do you think it's that or do you think you have more time to get there? Like Bridgewater, no. let's say he was the first overall pick in the draft. Maybe they'd have given him, okay, he's getting better. He's getting – got hurt, but he's back now. They certainly would have given him they'd more give time. They'd give him more time, but right? You, but, but what happens is when you are pushed down but your play elevates you up, they want you to do it longer before they start saying you are something. And when I say they, I mean like the national media and people that put publications together, things of that nature. So take, for instance, I'll just go to Reggie Bush, USC. Reggie Bush had a hell of an NFL career, man. Yeah, he's a good player. Mm -hmm. you, do you realize that? Yeah, but he wasn't what he was in college, but he's a good player. But see, see that's how a, you see that? Naturally, you see, naturally. You see, oh, Lord, Lord. yes. Yeah. But if but I he was drafted, a, but hold on. Yeah. If I took Reggie Bush as the 19th pick in the draft instead of the second pick, and he did the same things in his career. Yeah. What would you say then? But, okay, I, I understand what you're saying. I don't think he busted. No, no, just, no, 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 no. That's no, no, not that's what it. I said. I would think the same thing. I thought he was a good player, but he was but better in college. depending upon where he got drafted, right? You see how if you get drafted high, like lower, it well, I understand Reggie Bush. That doesn't change it for me with Reggie Bush, but I get the but point. But it yeah. changes for many people that would say, ah, well, yeah. Yeah, Reggie Bush, he's too high. Yeah. It's if like, you took him in the third round. If you took Reggie Bush in, in the, the third, third round, round. Yeah, they'd be like, oh, this is a good. What great value. Like, they'd say, see, you don't need to take a running back up high. You can get a Reggie Bush in the third round. It's just yeah. ridiculous to me. But what's your pick? Daniel Jones. They're playing the Falcons. Daniel Jones has looked, by the way, the offensive line, still not good. Although Andrew Thomas, I'll forget about Chase Young for a second, very athletic, quick. Andrew Thomas has looked pretty good to me by and large. Don't let one or two highlight plays where he gets beat you know, he's looked pretty good this year, but the line is not great, right? Daniel Jones has been, I got to say, he's been excellent. He's been good. I think he's been better than good. No, no, but I'm saying he's been good. Yeah, he's yeah. Played, yeah, yeah, yeah. He played very well in High the last good. game. Yeah. In both games, he's played yeah. well enough for them to win. And now they're playing the Falcons, 
and this is not a good defensive team. And I think Daniel Jones with another Lee's game. Stop. Don't do it, Key. And by the way, they're, they're, they, they beat Washington and then had it taken away. Like, they're due to win a game. I think the Falcons are a good game for them to win. Why did it get taken away? Uh, you know, a pre-snap. But no, no. Why? Because someone was called offsides who, by the way, may not have been offsides. Dexter Lawrence is unclear whether he was actually offsides, by the way. But he was. They took the win away. Okay? Fine. But Daniel Jones has been, been okay. playing well. He's been playing well enough to, to – if he play okay, if he continues to play the way he's playing right now the rest of the season, yeah, that's enough for them to win if everybody else comes to the party. That's what you want to see year three from a guy, right? It, it, it's fine. I also want to see that variety of the offensive package by Jason Garrett like no I saw doubt. at the beginning of the game. You know, I, I like that. I, keep people guessing. Get Daniel Jones outside the pocket. Let him scramble. I mean, look, I, I always worry about him being turnover prone. He was turnover prone at Duke. But if he plays the way he played last game, I think that's a different dynamic turnover that we haven't prone seen. Turnover prone just at Duke. How about his first two and a half years in the NFL? Yeah, that's he's, what say, I said. he's saying it I'm goes saying, back yeah, before yeah, the Providing context, yeah. yes. Yeah. But, yeah, right, the Jason Garrett stuff is big. Because week two, until, until it counted, until it counted, and then, and then it's – Run, boom, run, boom, pass. Boom. Yeah, right into the they're, they're waiting for the run. Right up the gut. We're going to do it twice. In the but, teeth of the defense. In the teeth of the defense. But that's right. Jason Garrett showed a lot of improvement. I, Key, did you think Jason Garrett got better as a play caller week two? I, I thought he started to change things up a little bit, different variations. But also, defenses sometimes dictate, and I, I tell you guys this all the time, sometimes it dictates on what your game plan is going to be and what your strengths are depending on what their strengths are. You can't just all of a sudden start throwing the ball all over the lot because their secondary is bad, but their front seven is ridiculous. Right. Because the front seven will help the secondary be better. Or you can't all of a sudden decide that you're going to try and run the ball every single play when right up the gut when there's a 400-pound nose tackle eating it up. That's my problem with Garrett and the Giants, though. It just depends on who you have as an opponent defensively. You just mentioned, right, Atlanta. Not very good. Mm. But Atlanta's defensive scheme might work well against whatever the Giants do just because that scheme fits well. Styles with that, make fights. Style makes fights. Yeah. And that may be the case. Or it may be the, the Giants put up 50. You, you don't know. I, I just got to say, I hear one of the themes that you've been harping on is what year are they in, what position are they in. We see it with Sam Darnold. Maybe the same thing with Daniel Jones. I don't think he's in a great position, but year three, key what how you say, not, you should start being a real starting player. He looks that way. How could it not for you in year three? How could, it, how could you not be better in year three than you were in two and one? Year five, you should be better than year three. And if you're not, you're not going to be in the league. You, you know should. who else I look forward to improvement of? Saquon Barkley. I mean, this yeah. is the game to continue to progress, Big. right? Against that defense. Big is absolutely right, Jay. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max is brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless has rolled out 5G coverage nationwide. You can get a Samsung Galaxy A32 5G for only $299. No contract. All on America's best network, Straight Talk Wireless. 5G capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. More quarterback injuries that we need to tell you about, and some of them happening in Pittsburgh with Big Ben. He is the problem. This is a team where their defense has to be top five or else they're not going anywhere. Ben Roethlisberger didn't practice today. Ben is done. We're now joined by Todd Haley on the Goodyear Hotline. Good morning, Todd. 
Good morning, guys. Keyshawn shamelessly wearing a USC jersey for some reason. <laughs> he does do it all look, the time, Todd. And why you look like that you just came out of a cave with that facial hair. <laughs> <laughs> you know better than that. You know you're not supposed to walk around looking like you I'm came not, out of I'm cave. I'm not trying to get a head coach job like you. Oh, okay. Ooh. All right. So, look, speaking of coaching, you had an opportunity to coach Ben Roethlisberger as his offensive coordinator in Pittsburgh. I know it wasn't great. It didn't end great, but you did have some great times in coaching him. In fact, he probably had some of his better years with you as his offensive coordinator, no question about it. What Right now, what is it with Ben? How come we're seeing something different? Well, I think as we spoke back a few months ago, you know, he's a – He's an aging quarterback at the back end of his career. Um, and But the big difference is, you know, he's had the same center for how many years Pouncey was there. He's had a lot of the same coaches. Now, all of a sudden, you got a new offensive line coach. you got all new guys in front of you, specifically a center. And, and I just don't know that he trusts them yet. Um, it doesn't mean they're not going to continue to get better and grow. Um you know, Ben doesn't look like the pro. I mean, Ben can still throw the football, but when a quarterback doesn't trust those guys up in front of him, uh, it becomes very difficult to play some of these defenses. It looks like the Raiders are getting a lot better. Uh, you know, they're going to have to play the Bucks here pretty soon. I think that'll be a real test. Um, but he's got to develop that trust in those guys up front uh, for him to be able to feel comfortable to sit in there and throw the football where it needs to go. Does he have anything left in the tank, though, Todd? Or, or or should he take everything that he's got and just decide at the end of this deal, you know what, man, I've had enough? <laughs> uh, that's up for him to decide, Keyshawn. But, you know, he can throw the football. I mean, he is a really athletic, talented guy. I've said this, very competitive, but uh, – in, in this league, when you're playing against the defenses that you have to play against and some of those big 265-pound guys that rip around the corner running 4-4 and 4-5, uh, you better trust the guys up front. And and what I've seen, I haven't seen that trust develop yet. Um, it needs to happen fast. And if it does, I think Ben can play. But if it doesn't, then I, I don't think it'll look real good. Todd, we've heard a lot about Big Ben not wanting to be hit anymore. Mike Tomlin has referred to it multiple times. When I say to you, how much? When I say that to you, how much truth do you find in that? Well, I don't think anybody likes to get hit. I mean, unless you're a hockey player, then I mean, basketball players definitely don't yeah, like definitely, to get hit. Definitely not, Todd. You're right. <laughs> but I mean, nobody wants to get hit. Um, you know, and as you prepare in a week. Uh, to go up against some of these guys, again, that you know that can be so uh, disruptive. Uh, and, and I mean, they are – it's like a car hitting you every time it happens. So it's not something anybody wants to happen. And, and that's why I go back again to just the trust. Of, you better believe in those guys in front of you that, that have your best interest in mind and, and, and keep, keep you clean most of the game. But – you know, I think that's why you see the ball continue to come out quick. I mean, um, that's a self-preservation. Mm. Todd, where would you rank the Steelers in the AFC? In the AFC, not the North. Um, I don't know. I Like I said, I, I think this Tampa Bay game that's coming up 
is going to be the real determining factor for me to believe whether the Steelers can do it or not. Because if they can go in there and protect and move the football, uh, that'll tell me a lot about the team. I mean, we're two games in. Uh, I'm not big into ranking, you know, because so many different things can happen. But I, I need to see, I need to see that trust develop pretty quick. Uh, I said it before the season started. You got a, a new offensive line coach who's never really done it at this level, and you got a lot of new guys in, uh, in addition to a new center. And and for Ben, that that's the big piece. I mean, he had Pouncey. Pouncey's one of the smartest guys there are that helps so much with protection and making sure that they're sliding the right way or taking care of the right guy or helping on the right three technique. Um, you know, and he's not there. That That's a huge missing piece for the Steelers. Todd, the Chiefs, another one of your former stops as a head coach, obviously, um, they struggled against the, the Ravens' run offense, better yet against Lamar Jackson in particular, what what's wrong if if anything at all with Kansas City's defense right now, and does that concern you as they move into the season deeper? Well, they played re- two really good teams. Uh, Lamar is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I cannot get enough of watching Lamar and just how dynamic and explosive, quick, fast, everything that he does. I mean, he's really unbelievable, and they've run the football really, really good. Um, you know, I think they are kind of built for the regular season. You know, the the next step for the Ravens is, you know, do it in the postseason because nobody's done it better than them for the last couple of years in the regular season. But, you know, the Chiefs, I, I got no I, – I think the Chiefs defense will, again, like it has throughout the last couple of years, it, it will evolve and grow. Uh, as you know, Keyshawn, the team you practice against the most is yourself. So every single day they're going against Patrick Mahomes and Kelsey and, and Tyreek Hill. And that can't be a great confidence builder when every single day, every training camp practice, you know, you, you got guys running up and down the field on you, um, you know, but it kind of develops your identity. But it definitely can hurt your confidence if, if one or the other is really good. I mean, I've been on teams where our defense, you know, in, with the Bears, you know, we're going against Brian Urlacher and those guys every single day. I mean, and we it was very hard to build confidence. So I got to believe for the Chiefs, there's a little lack of confidence just because they've been beat up by their own offense uh, for the last two or three months. But, you know, uh, Tyron Matthew, you know, there's a lot of, a lot to like. I just think it's it's got to be a, an evolution and growth and, and they got to work together. They they move some pieces around up front. Uh, I'm not in panic mode with the Chiefs. Uh, they got Patrick Mahomes. They can probably score 30 points most every game if they want to. So uh, I think the defense will kind of calm down and, and and find a way to do enough. Look, Todd, uh, four years ago, you were the offensive coordinator of the Cleveland Browns and part of the brain trust, obviously, on selecting quarterbacks. If you had to go back into the room today and take a look at the four quarterbacks that came out that year, Baker Mayfield, obviously, Mar Jackson, we just talked about. Sam Darnold, we saw him light it up and look like a young Joe Montana last night. And then, obviously, Josh Allen. USC. Where, where would you – called him a young Joe Montana last night. I got to hype it up. Where, Todd, would you – Would you? That's going too far. I know. Would you still sign off on Baker Mayfield as the 
quarterback of that draft class? Um, I love Baker. Uh, you know, looking back now, I mean, uh, to me, Josh Allen is the perfect AFC North quarterback because he's a big 6'5 dude uh, that can play in bad weather. You know, every tape you watch of him in college, I mean, it's raining sideways or snowing sideways, no glove, slinging it. He's obviously evolved and grown as a quarterback and doing a lot of good things. Um, but, you know, I think Baker has a chance to be really good. Uh, I think he has a great supporting staff, uh, one of the best run games, the best run game in the league if you don't have a quarterback that runs for 100 yards like Baltimore has. Mm. Otherwise, it's, you know, Baltimore obviously has dominated the league in rushing, but Lamar is running for 100 yards every other game. So, um, you know, I think he's in a great position. Uh, I think uh, Kevin Stefanski is doing a very good job. When you can run the football like they can, I think Baker does really good things. You know, I'm kind of interested if Odell's coming back this week uh, because I've had some diva receivers that I've had to coach before in the past that want the ball a lot. You know, I'm just – I want to see that Baker stays within the system and does not force the ball to one guy. And, and, and the only reason why you were able to get a head coaching job or coordinator jobs is because that diva <laughs> receiver showed up for you and they thought that you coached that deep receiver <laughs> when clearly that wasn't the case. He coached himself. It was just all natural ability. I mean, you just God-given. Actually, you're a God, Keyshawn. Let's just go there. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's still not enough for Key, but at least it's moving in the right direction. That's Todd Haley, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Coach, on the Goodyear Hotline. All right, Todd. Man, go get the damn uh, shave or something, man. Don't, come back, on, don't come back on television, and I'll tell Chrissy, don't have you coming you're back start, on TV. Looking you're crazy. You sound more and more like Parcells every day. Parcells. Your mom let you grow a beard. Yes, my mom liked it, and now Chrissy likes it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's not worried about what you think. He has a, he's a wife to please. I promise you, he won't have it in a couple months. <laughs> Thank you, Todd. <laughs> All right, thank you, guys. All right, man. Good stuff there. Comments he will not on have it in a couple months. I promise you. Josh Allen versus Baker Mayfield was interesting, and also a defense practicing against a high-powered offense like the Chiefs have. Good for for in for competitiveness. Bad for confidence. I thought that was very interesting. Keyshawn J. Will and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. Tough week for Big Ben dealing with that pec issue. Can he prove all of our experts wrong? Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive 
eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. More quarterback injuries that we need to tell you about, and some of them happening in Pittsburgh with Big Ben. He is the problem. This is a team where their defense has to be top five or else they're not going anywhere. Ben Roethlisberger didn't practice today. Ben is done. It has been a rough week for Ben Roethlisberger. Steelers quarterback was banged up against. Um, he wasn't banged up against the Steelers. Who do you get banged up against? Being banged up against everybody, really. That's the Raiders. Had a ton of guests on this show speaking about Ben Roethlisberger. Sounds like the truth to me. Let's start with Mike Tannenbaum. It's human nature, guys. He's 39 years old. He's made $200 million in his career, which he deserves. He's an all-time great. They lost three offensive linemen, Alejandro Villanueva, David DeCastro, and most notably the quarterback of their offensive line. And Pouncey. Mar- Marquise Pouncey. And to me, guys, here's where I see a misalignment. Bring those three dudes back and have a last dance with him and the quarterback. But don't start a couple of rookie offensive linemen with a guy that doesn't want to get hit anymore. And I'll tell you this, like the gap at the quarterback position for the Pittsburgh Steelers for the first time in a decade is pretty significant. And then there was Dominique Foxworth. Ben is done. So like if he's in the pocket and he's not under pressure, he's a QBR of 38. <laughs> which the league Wait, average in the pocket, that again not in, under in pressure? the pocket not under pressure 38 and it's not just these first two games that's including all the games from last season also so and he's not throwing the ball down the field so he is the problem the o-line is the problem oh. the defense Oof. is the only answer but i'm not sure it's a big enough answer and former steelers offensive coordinator todd haley just said this on this program Keyshawn j will and max espn radio moments ago he can throw the football I mean, he is a really athletic, talented guy. I've said this, very competitive. But in this league, when you're playing against the defenses that you have to play against, and some of those big 265-pound guys that rip around the corner running 4-4 and 4-5, uh, you better trust the guys up front. And what I've seen, I haven't seen that trust <laughs> develop yet. Um, it needs to happen fast. And if it does, I think Ben can play. But if it doesn't, then I don't think it'll look real good. What are, you thought, what are your thoughts, Key, on everyone else's thoughts about Roethlisberger? I'm, I'm kind of in line with all three of those guys. Uh, you think about what Mike Tannenbaum and Todd said and sandwiched in between Dominic Foxworth. The trust factor is important. When a quarterback starts to look skittish and they start feeling the rush, then they start to play different. And I think you're starting to see that a little bit with Ben because he knows that the offensive line is not great and he's probably going to take some hits. So he's more worried about getting tagged than getting the football down the field. You know, he start looking at the rush. And when you start looking at the rush, that's a recipe for disaster. And he's older. He's 39 years old, man. How much more y'all want out to do? Dude done won two Super Bowls, done played in a million Pro Bowls, million playoff games, won a whole lot of games. It's 
fine. Okay, he's not remember the same. Last year, toward the end of the season, who was it against? Was it against the Bengals? He had one game where he started throwing it down the field, and that must have been stuff like that where they thought, let's ride this out for another year. They did not draft a quarterback. They don't seem to have a succession plan unless they really believe in Dwayne Haskins because it ain't Mason Rudolph. And it doesn't look like it's Dwayne Haskins to me either, but maybe, Jay. I don't know. Well, I mean, it, the way they win is by having a top five defense again, but you know, it feels like defensively they dropped off too. So, that, that, look, when, you, when you're playing a dink and dunk style offensively and you're relying upon your defense and now all of a sudden you have a quarterback who is aging out to a degree and is going through injury after injury, it's time to kind of look for – I'm not saying they can't bounce back and be a marginal team. Yeah, but they ain't going to make a run in the playoffs. I agree. When and you, if you're dinking and dunking, Key, and you, you can't block for the run, the defense is already playing up. You're not going to run. 39 years old, banged up, pictorial, pictorial issues with his muscle, and as well as – the offensive line being bad, that ain't that's not gonna work out good. It doesn't sound it like doesn't, a good plan. Not at We're all. talking a lot about planning. And do you want to be marginal? Because then what position does that put you in the draft? Elsewhere in the AFC Aaron North, Rogers. after a good week of practice, Odell Beckham Jr. is now expected to make his season debut against the Bears. ESPN's Dan Graziano reports. On the Dr. Pepper call-in line, Shakir in New Jersey wants to weigh in. Hey, do you guys think that Cam will be a good replacement for Ben? That's what I said yeah. last week. I mean, I, I, yeah, he's, I don't he's know, waiting. I don't know why. He's if there. I, if I were the Steelers, I'd have already brought him in so we could start learning this stuff because it did not look good for, for Roethlisberger. You bring you bring Cam in to, to play behind Roethlisberger, Key, or not? It looks like a no to me on your face. I, I just I, – I don't know. I, is he – do okay, here's what I would say. Guess the question would be to myself. Do I think that Cam Newton healthy is better right now than Ben Roethlisberger? Probably so. Yes. Even if Roethlisberger's healthy. Probably so. Mm. Because he can do a little bit more behind an offensive line that breaks down. The question is, do the Pittsburgh Steelers believe what we believe? Do Mike Tomlin believe what we believe? Do they believe – he gives us the best chance to win, or does Ben Roethlisberger give us the best chance to so win? So tough That's if you're world. Pittsburgh, because Pittsburgh, with that Pittsburgh Steelers mentality, it embodied by Mike Tomlin, you want to compete every week, every year. So how do you make a succession plan? Like, Cam is not a succession plan. Cam is That's a now plan. Yeah, so does that help us, right? This is, you know, once before they went out and got a dynamic playmaking quarterback in Michael Vick to back up Ben Roethlisberger. So when you look at that, you're like, okay, they they drafted Joshua Dobbs out of Tennessee, a guy who had arm strength, ability to make some hay with his legs as well. So they're not afraid to go that route. I just think it's probably difficult and tough given that we're in the season now. And on top of that, Jay, I don't know if he's vaccinated, so you got to factor all that. By the way, I there. wasn't even thinking that, Jay. That's yeah, another real issue. Obviously, the vaccination thing is an issue, but if you're looking at sheer talent, one guy's 39, the other guy's 33, right? And I, I know there's history of some smaller injuries that come with Cam, but if you understand anything about Matt Canada, the only the reason I noticed because my wife and all of our family went to IU. He started at IU, and his offensive coordinator style is he likes to have a lot of movement, you know, before the snap. He likes the quarterback to be under center. Right, and he loves play action. So those are things that I feel like Cam is really good at doing. 
And whereas before, Ben Roethlisberger historically doesn't like to do any of that. He likes to individualize and single out those matchups. So I don't don't understand why Cam Newton's name hasn't been brought up more. Seriously. Quarterbacks are going to continue to get hurt. I believe in Cam. I know Key does. I know you do. I know the vaccination is an issue. Complimentary football also. If you're... Look, if you are the Steelers, what kind of quarterback gives your defense the best chance to put you in a position to win? I think Cam Key fits the bill as the kind of quarterback on a team like this that probably gives you the best chance to win. Given the the offensive line issues, given the running game issues, all that stuff, but you still got a real stout defense. Yeah, but but it's it's so late in the game to bring him in. Now it is. Yes. Yeah, it's kind of late, but I, I don't know. Maybe they wake up after this game against Cincinnati and they realize, you know what? Yeah, we need to go get somebody. Yeah, and, but you're right. Bring him in when he got cut originally. Yeah. Then you have these weeks to get ready. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do big, small, and when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot unsportsmanlike. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Huge matchup for the Bucs this week against the Rams. I'm not jumping for joy about the Rams' defense right now. I think that they're missing something. There aren't that many people, living or dead, that have played as much football as Tom Brady. Big football weekend for L.A. sports fans. Chargers in an excellent matchup, and the Rams may be in the best one of... Week three, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, 888-SAY-ESPN, 729-3776. Chargers at Chiefs, it's the 1 p.m. game, and Bucks at Rams, 1 p.m. Eastern, and Bucks at Rams, the 4 o'clock game, 425 p.m. Eastern game. Dr. Pepper call-in line is open. Before we even get to calls, Key, yeah, what's up? No, so before we even get to calls, I've been thinking the entire show, what defensive tackle outside of Aaron Donald and Warren Sapp? And I came up with a name. Who? Mean Joe Green. You know what? Mm. Mean Joe Green was my favorite football player as a little kid. He was in the commercials. He was on the great space coasters. Remember that morning show for yeah, kids? Yeah, but in terms of play? Yeah, he was. Yeah. Mean Joe Green. 
But I don't. Rem- I was too young uh, to course, know who was good. Uh, I just knew he was a course. big star. Yeah. Of course, we both were. I mean, Pepsi threw the thing or whatever, and the Coke or whatever it was, yeah. and there's the jersey. But I just know watching clips and and, and people educating me over time, it means your green's right there. And mm-hmm. also the steel curtain. They won the Super Bowl every yeah. year. He was the big star on the defense, one of them. Yep. But but the most famous one, Mean Joe Green. But now the yep. mean guy in this day and age plays for the Rams. That dude. I'm just saying, who, I, who I've ever seen, that's the best tackle. If I had to choose one tackle, what, I'm going to take him. What was uh, Mean Joe Green? Like, what was his size and weight? Do you guys he's, know? He was big. That's yeah, all I for that know. day. <laughs> <laughs> he was big. He was humongous. Yeah, he wasn't. Aaron Donald's a six-foot like, guy. Man. Yeah. He's 6'1", six, six, 285, though. Six feet, 285. Jeez. Mean Joe Green was checking in at 6'4", 275. Oh, it's a different wow, body type. Yeah, yeah but, but, but in the 70s, that was huge. Yeah. Huge. Hugh, don't forget, too, in the 70s. Best beard I've ever seen. Your average offensive lineman was probably getting paid between 30 and 50 grand, something like that, you know, like in the, in the 70s. It, the NFL was a different type of place. So the financial incentive for the best athletes to go to the NFL was not what they are today. What was Warren Sapp? What was Sapp 6'2". Six two. Yeah, so. he about six about six two, three, three forty maybe. It's more like agility wise, like feet wise. Oh, he was ridiculous because he played. Saps played tight end before, so his feet yeah. in basketball. So, so his feet was great. Mm. Mean Joe got the beard though. Chargers Natural. Chiefs. I'm putting the Chiefs on upset alert. I think the Chargers have a real shot in that game. What do you think of that? What do you think about I think, their chances? I think they have a shot. But I don't think they're going to beat the Chiefs. I just don't think. On the road. On the road is tough. Patrick exactly. Mahomes are coming off a loss to Baltimore. Laser focus. You know they're going to be dialed in. I, I just think it's a – they can win. There's no question about the Chargers can win. I just don't think – I'm not betting the Chargers to win. Something Todd Haley said that I found so interesting was that, remember, the team you practice against the most, the defense you practice, yeah. is your own. Or sorry, your offense that the defense right, is your own. So then I was thinking, okay, what he means by that must be the Chiefs, because he made the point their defense evolves every year, it gets better as the year goes on. They playing against a high, po- uh, practicing against a high potent offense. He also made mm-hmm. the point it could be demoralizing to your confidence, right? Like, how does that balance out, Key? When when you have to play when your defense ain't that good to start with, and you got to play against that offense well, in practice, it it, it helps you because our offense historically, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You one would argue does not match our defense. It did not. Our defense was top whatever all the time. Our offense was just there. We were good enough to get things done. But when we would shred our defense in practice, that just made everything easier for us come game time. We didn't script at times. We didn't script the defensive plays against the offensive plays. We had no idea what Monty would run. He had no idea what we would do. And then we take advantage of that at times. we like, oh, yeah, okay. So when we get ready to see them other teams, it's like, oh, we just put it at work. Well, exactly. So when, when I was in college, if a guy on our team, Dante Jones, who came over from Rutgers, when he he would have to defend myself or Mike Dunleavy, third pick in the draft, Shane Battier, fourth pick in the draft, Carlos Boozer, perennial all-star, Ooh. Chris Duan, you know, second round. Like, you go and you start competing against other dudes, you're like, well, hold on. Like, I've been going against these dudes every single day in practice. Y'all ain't none of them. Right. So it gives you an advantage. Yeah. Michael in Florida, you're on with Keyshawn, J. Will, Max. It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I was uh, basically going along with pulling Cam in uh, for Pittsburgh. Do it as soon as possible. Don't wait. Um, as far as, like, the whole vaccination thing, that's going to be on him 100%. But at the very least, 
throw out the contract, let them know that we want to try to do something with uh, having everybody uh, vaccinated, but that's going to be on him. But at the end of the day, you're going to have a, a football player that's already been through the preseason, um, has been through most of the protocols um, outside of, like, you know, obviously that vaccination part, but you got someone that has experience, someone that can at least possibly get Haskins ready or someone else that they want to bring in for the long term. Um, afterwards, but you're ready for at least this season to do something with your squad. You know, everybody always says, well, he's not vaccinated, and I agree with the caller. Like, Lamar Jackson isn't vaccinated. Like, I mean, if yeah, you... Yeah, but, but granted, when you're blowing out of control, one guy, let a lot yes, of stuff slide. I, I understand it, it, even, it, but it when, if, you're, that, if you're in dire need, though... But it ain't even that, though, Jay. You got one dude that is still young and youthful I that understand they're getting that. ready to get... About five hundred million dollars to. I hear- you got another dude that they might account a million dollars to. They not gonna say anything to Lamar right now about that situation. So then playing Dwayne Haskins, if you believe in it, if he if he if he's a quarterback, then play him. Play Tyler him. in Georgia, you're on the Dr Pepper call in line. Keyshawn J Will and Max got. Hey, so I had seconds. a uh, question, Keyshawn. So I saw this debate yesterday. And they had me wondering, do you really think that the Chiefs Big 3 is better than the Cowboys back in the 90s? The, the big, so you mean Kelsey, Tyreek, and Patrick Mahomes is better than Emmitt, Aikman, and the yeah. Playmaker? How about this they had one? Me I, don't I, 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 don't, I don't know if I can say that. I don't see. Not this yet. is interesting because is Tyreek Hill a Hall of Famer? Not yet, but he might wind up there, you know. Yeah. But but do you think he'll wind up there? If he doesn't get hurt, I do. If he if so, he doesn't get hurt, so he's gonna be Tyreek Hill that he is right now for another eight years. No, but he'll be this Tyreek Hill for another three years. But is that long enough? Because that's only like ten years in his career. No, but then he'll have a decline of a couple more years. It's gonna tack on at the end. That if he doesn't get hurt, that's what I would say. See, Tyreek Hill's not the heart and soul. And, and the only reason why I'm even having this is because he brought it up. Tyreek Hill's not the heart and soul of the Kansas City Chiefs. Right. It's Patrick Mahomes. The heart and soul, Amen. the beat, was, was Michael Irvin. Michael Irvin. was Michael Irvin. Smith, yeah. That was the, the, the Cowboys' heart and soul was Michael Irvin. How about quadruplets with Mahomes yeah. before Kareem Hunt? Right? Mahomes, Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, and Kareem Hunt. Has there ever been quadruplets like that? See, if he plays, if Tyreek Hill plays another <laughs> – Eight years, I think he goes into the Hall of Fame. For right. some reason, right now, doesn't so feel early, that way, doesn't right? feel yeah, that I, way. I know what you mean. Just because, it, you know, as crazy as it is, he's a joystick. Yeah. I love watching a little dude play. <laughs> get he it. He's got all the giddy He ups. is. Just don't like when Kyler Murray does it. No, that's I'm not joking. I'm joking. Have a great weekend. With five seconds left in the show. <laughs> that's why Duke and you, you never mind. <laughs> Make the free throw. Have a great, great weekend, everybody. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.